Welcome to today's podcast. I am extremely honored to have Leon Adams with me today to talk about his paper, The Impact of Phlebotomy and Non-Alcoholic Fatty Liver Disease, a prospective randomized controlled trial that is online ready at hepatology currently. And we know uh, iron is a, is a potential confounder in patients with fatty liver disease. We know that, that iron may potentially act as a source of oxidative stress and injury within the liver. We know that iron has been associated with insulin resistance, and we often see iron when we do liver biopsies in patients with fatty liver disease. There will be concomitant iron loading. Often it's mild, but the question that's come up over time is, if you phlebotomize people with fatty liver disease, does it make fatty liver disease better? And so today, we, uh, we're honored to have Professor Adams here to discuss his paper. Welcome, Dr. Adams, to our podcast today. Thanks very much, Stephen, and Chris. I uh, thank you uh, for uh, inviting me. It's a privilege to uh, present the study today. Super. Well, can you tell us a little bit about your study, what, what got you interested in the idea of looking at this, and, and really just kind of uh, uh, your initial uh, thoughts on designing a study like this? Yeah, sure. So as you sort of alluded to, uh, there's been a number of cross-sectional studies which have suggested or found that uh, hepatic iron or serum ferritin is associated with histological severity of disease, that is liver fibrosis or apoptosis. And there'd been a number of uncontrolled studies in people with insulin resistance states like diabetes that venous section improved insulin resistance, which is obviously one of the drivers of uh, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. However, there really wasn't any definitive evidence and or high-level evidence in the setting of a randomized controlled trial to answer the question of whether modulating iron by venous section would result in improvement in liver injury in NAFLD. And so to try to answer this, we set about doing a, a multi-center randomized controlled trial of six months duration where we took patients with non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and randomised them to either lifestyle advice and intervention or lifestyle advice and venous section. And our primary outcomes for the study were hepatic steatosis determined by MRI scan and a reduction in serum ALT measures. In addition, our secondary endpoints include measures of insulin resistance, quality of life measures and uh, serum markers of lipid peroxidation. So just uh, a question on that. And when you uh, selected your patients to enroll in this trial, did they have a biopsy done previously that showed they had iron loading or was this really just kind of based on elevated ferritin? How did you determine your, your population to enroll? Yeah, our study population was essentially all comers with non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, which had been diagnosed by imaging with, with appropriate exclusion of uh, alcohol, excess alcohol consumption. We did not require uh, hyperferritinemia to be present, and nor did we require a diagnosis, a histological diagnosis of NASH to be included in the trial. And this was really to try to generalize any findings of our intervention to the entire population of NAFL patients. Okay. So you ended up enrolling 74 subjects. They were randomized to either get phlebotomy or just lifestyle modification. You had 33 in the phlebotomy group and 41 in the control group. And those in the phlebotomy group underwent a median of seven uh, venous section sessions. 
And ultimately, uh, tell us a little bit about the results that you found. Yeah, so we found that, the, you know, the uh, group that underwent venous section dropped their ferritin significantly. In fact, both groups dropped their ferritin significantly just with, in the control group just with lifestyle intervention, but the venous section group dropped it uh, by the threefold magnitude greater. But when we looked at the primary endpoint of serum ALT, there was no difference at the end of the study in between the control of venous section group and there's no difference in hepatic steatosis percentage determined by MRI scan between control and venous section groups. We looked at controlling for a number of baseline measures to see if they may have influenced the results and, and could not find any difference. And similarly, when we compared the magnitude of change over time between the groups of hepatic steatosis or serum ALT, we couldn't find any difference. So we really tried hard to find a signal, but uh, was unable to find any difference in the primary endpoint. And similarly, when we looked at measures of insulin resistance, and we did this in a number of ways, measuring serum HOMA, which is a measure of insulin and glucose, as well as insulin sensitivity index, which is an index derived from our old glucose tolerance test. There was no difference between groups over the duration of the study or at the end of the study. And when we looked at markers of liver injury, such as the CK18 fragment, or markers of lipid peroxidation, such as the F2 isoprostane serum levels, we similarly could not find any difference in groups during the trial or at the end of the trial. We're also interested in quality of life measures, and anecdotally, we had noticed that prior to the study, at least, that some subjects with hyperferritinemia had complained of excessive somnolence, and so we're interested in looking at this with a sleep measure or a sleep questionnaire, but similarly, we could not find any difference in these quality of health or health measures or the uh, sleep study measure. So we really concluded that uh, in our population, there was uh, no effect of the intersection on the outcome measures of hepatic steatosis or ALT or any of the other insulin resistance, insulin sensitivity markers that we measured. So you were able to show reduction in ferritin by phlebotomy, but that didn't improve any of the other parameters that you measured, correct? Yeah, that's correct. And one of the things we were wondering uh, was that were we not choosing the right subgroup of NAFL patients and so we did a subgroup analysis looking at patients with hyperferritinemia at baseline to see if they benefited from venous section and there was approximately half of the cohort, so 36 patients uh, had hyperferritinemia at baseline and the venous section intervention had no impact on hepatic steatosis or CMALT in this subgroup analysis and similarly when we looked at the other outcomes of hepatic steatosis there was also no difference. Furthermore when we looked at uh, trying to see if there's any dose response relationship between change in ferritin over time or the number of venous sections that patients had we could not detect an effect between any of the outcomes and magnitude of change in serum ferritin or number of venous sections. I mean, I think at the end of the day, you designed a, a very elegant study. It was prospective, it was randomized, it was controlled. One of the limitations that did come up was the lack of histopathology. And I just wanted to talk briefly about that, Dr. Adams, because I wonder if, you know, we, and this will come up, I think, in discussions amongst others, is 
the role of phlebotomy according to the severity of NAFLD. In other words, if you have a patient with, let's say, lots of ballooning, lots of fibrosis, stage 2 or greater, would phlebotomy have a different impact on, say, that patient group compared to somebody with steatosis and, a, and just barely meeting criteria for NASH? And, and is there is there a relationship between severity of disease and the impact of phlebotomy? And we're not able to determine that from this study, but I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, I think that's an excellent reflection or question on this study. And so we were not able to determine at baseline, you know, the severity of liver injury. And so we we're really unable to assess the impact of venous section in different histological grade. Having said that, when we did subgroup analyses according to um, stratifying by serum ALT or serum CK18, which are non-invasive markers of, of NASH, we were unable to detect a difference, but clearly they cannot replace biopsy in terms of grading or staging liver injury. So I think it remains open the question that if you have a patient with advanced NASH and significant hepatic iron loading on liver biopsy, does that patient benefit from venous action? And although we found no signal in this study that that kind of patient would we can't definitively answer the, that question from our results. I, I probably okay. answer that group of patients probably. There's only a, a relatively small portion of NAFL patients, obviously, with probably less than 10% of patients having significant iron load in the, in the presence of NASH. Let me ask you one final question. So in your clinical practice and patients that you see with NAFLD, does this study change the way you look at them? In other words, have you totally excluded phlebotomy in patients with NAFLD in your practice, or do you think we need a, a more definitive trial in patients with with biopsy-proven NASH before we can say for certain that phlebotomy is not effective? Yeah, I mean, I think it has to be not only biopsy-proven NASH, but I think it has to be biopsy-proven NASH with evidence of hepatic iron, abnormal hepatic iron loading, so not just a, a few you know, one plus staining of iron, but significantly raised hepatic iron concentration that is abnormal and, and placing the patient at risk of developing fibrosis. And so for that particular patient, I think the question remains open. I mean, if they had significant hepatic iron above, say, 1.5 milligrams per gram dry weight, then I don't think it's unreasonable to venesect that population of patient although we have an absence of evidence demonstrating that it's beneficial or to be honest, uh, harmful. All right. Well, this concludes the, today's podcast. I'd, again, like to thank Professor Adams for joining us today to discuss his paper, and we certainly look forward to, uh, to more work from you guys and, and your next publication in hepatology. So thanks so much for joining us today, Professor Adams. Pleasure, Stephen. Thank you.